Hello everybody, this is Patrick, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Adventures in Anthreal. Myths of Kendala. And with me today is Nicole. Hello. And we also have Tyler. Hello. And we have Matt. Hello. And we also have Felicity. Hey there. How is everybody? Excellent. Better now. Ready for adventure. <laughs> yep. Wh wh why better now, Tyler? Well, I get to see all of your lovely faces. Aw. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I don't even like D&D, &D, I just like faces, you know? <laughs> you that person who just, just goes to get a coffee at Starbucks and sits there and watches? It's like Hollywood Squares. The Zoom phenomenon has been, like, just such a boon for me. It's like, oh. oh, God, so, like, the when there's, like, 100 people on a Zoom meeting, you're just gross. You don't want to know what happens. It's just, like, <laughs> so exciting. Is it gross? Oh, no. It, it's just, like, a lot of... Like, have you ever seen a dog when, you know... Their owner comes home after picking someone up at the airport, which is like two hours away, and they bring home like all the in-laws at once, and the dog just, does, just doesn't know what to do. It's like that. It's really exciting. Everyone is a Kong toy. Every face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so great. They went off the rails so quickly. It's like a live-action yearbook. <laughs> Don't join on Zoom calls again with Tyler. And <laughs> I have a four-sided die, and there's four of you, and one of you is going to tell us what happened last time. On Adventures and on Three All. Nicole, you are one. Felicity, you are a two. Tyler, you're a three. And Matt, you're a four. That's one. That's Nicole. Oh, shoot. All right. Um, all right. So we entered into the caravan of this creature that had goat legs. And none of us really knew what it was. Um, and there was this really cool music venue. He uh, had this big dance stage, and there was a ton of people grooving. And there was these lovely bar area that everyone could sit at. So we decided to go and have some fun on the dance floor. Uh, we went and showed off our moves. Some of us really getting into it, doing the worm. And the robot, I believe, was also checked in there at one point. And then we went on deciding that this was no longer normal once we all had spent far more time than, we're than we should have, not getting tired, tried to problem solve how to disrupt the pattern that was occurring. Uh, so doing so, I believe we moseyed on up to the stage, not being able to get on. Journey decided to throw a dagger, if I remember correctly, at one of the uh, band members. Yeah, which band member was that? I believe that was the tobacco or what we deemed as the tabaxi cocktail. I don't remember if we saw her name or not. At her necklace specifically, I believe, right? Yeah, you, yeah aiming for the necklace, just kind of clip right on the yeah. side of her neck. And I gave her a high five because I couldn't stop her. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. within doing so, everyone's eyes in the whole entire building zoomed right in on Journey. And that's why you shouldn't try to do your knife tricks, Journey, with... The knives all buttered up like that. You can't eat that much crab and then try to do your knife tricks on a dance floor. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Sorry, that's just too good. <laughs> also, I need to know what everybody's passive perceptions are. Shit. <laughs> oh yeah, you need character sheets for this game, guys. Just, well, you know, just a heads up. 18. Passive perception is 11 for Clara. Toby's 11. And what were you, Tyler? Uh, 12. 12, okay. Nothing goes over my head too fast. I catch it. And with this massive crowd of all eyes on you, most of them begin to surround you in the group. About, like, 
there's at least a hundred people in this whole entire building and they are now all eyes still on journey were they moved by my explanation no now listen folks i know you're a bit concerned because i just thrown a dagger at that woman but don't you find it a bit odd that you're still having a good time despite your feet being bloody i mean look at your feet they're bloody those bloody feet are bloody there's just it's all over the floor it's it's unsanitary You've got to get home, haven't you? They are quite hideous feet at this point. Well, I mean, I'm sure they're beautiful. Well, that's true. I shouldn't judge other people's feet. As this is going on, you notice on the stage, Brand begins to walk over to go see his little tabaxa cooker friend. And he looks out at you without paying attention to anything other than you. And he begins to say, Well, 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 what have we here? A group of adventurers! Oh my, oh dear! And... He puts his hand on Triss's shoulder and pulls the necklace off of her and puts it on him. You see her collapse into unconsciousness. See, that's not good. That's what I was worried about. I'm going to try to push through the crowd to get to her. Go ahead and roll a strength saving throw or a, a, a strength check with a disadvantage because there are so many people holding you back. So I rolled a 19 and a 2. So, I don't have a strength modifier, so we're going with the two. Two it is, and as you begin to try to push, the group just kind of moves in the same direction that you're trying to move in, but they're just kind of keeping you circled. And as Brand is looking off stage at you, he begins to go walk over to one of his other bandmates. He heads over to the drummer that is the pale-skinned goblin, puts his hand on his shoulder and says, Come into our business and take all you need. How dare you throw a dagger at Triss and make her bleed. And he goes ahead and takes the headband off of the little goblin and puts it around his own head. And the goblin collapses from exhaustion. I would like to use Radiant Soul to bamf like my Elias' copper eyes will kind of glimmer and like shine. And then two, he tries really hard to make these, you know, radiant wings come out but make them look like dragon wings but they come out like very angelic and he's kind of you can tell he's kind of disappointed that he can't quite get them to look like what he thinks dragon wings look like yet but he's just like aha i will i must um i'm gonna go get him and he just goes you have people around you trying to hold you back you seem a little uncertain sorry that was bizarre after my google thing just like freaked out. I was like, I'm just gonna go. And then Google's like, you don't know what you, you are you sure you know what you're doing? It's like, no, Google. That's why I'm, <laughs> I'm wishing this. Yeah, Elias will bamf off the wings and I will take off towards uh, the stage and try to uh, go to the Tabaxacoker, uh, who I recognize. This whole group of people are trying to hold you back. Even though you bamf your wings out, all of these people around you are gonna try to hold you down. So make a strength check. Or sorry, strength saving throw with disadvantage. Eight plus um, nine. Unfortunately, as your wings bamf out, a few of the people behind you do kind of get pushed back, but the ones in front of you are still holding you back. And you see Brand walking over to that tall diva, purple, with these lighter violet tattoos on her, holding her trumpet, just staring at you with dead eyes now that you try to advance. You see Brand put his hand interlocked with hers, he slides a bracelet from her hand onto his. And as she collapses, 
He looks at you again and says, Four against five surely would have been unfair. Let's increase my odds. <laughs> Let me prepare. Toby, can you do something? Throw a stink bomb or something? Uh, at this point, Toby's been standing by the door, so not necessarily in with the group of three of you. I don't know how far the door is away from the stage, Pat. The big floor area is 40 by 60. Stage is 30 feet behind, and then the doorway from the end of the little dance area is about 30 feet back. Okay, so what is the straight line distance from the stage to the door? Stage to the door, 90. From the front of the stage to the door, 90. So would I have even heard with all the commotion? Would I have rolled perception check? I have thaumaturgy to make my voice loud, so if I knew you okay. were not with okay. us, then I would this have This whole entire that. room is quiet. You will hear everything because nothing else is going on. There is no more music. Everything dropped when journey through that dagger. Yes, I can do something. Uh, what would you like me to do? Uh, non-fatal? Non-fatal. Disperse the crowd. Alright, I cast Grease right in the middle of the crowd. Okay. So there is Grease. Uh, quite a few people. Uh, let me make two. I'm right in the middle of the crowd. That's a 15 and a 7, and considering they're all commoners, it's a 15 and a 7. Yeah, dexterity saving throws for everyone in a 10-foot Square. Yep, I, I rolled two for two groups of like ten people. Um, one was a fifteen, one was a seven. Okay. Considering they're all commoners, they're all just they all fall prone if they fail. What was the saving throw number? Thirteen. Okay. So you have one group of ten people like within a certain area intermingled with everybody that just seem to <laughs> fall into the grease, and the other ones are still remaining and staring. At your group. Uh, was there another... There was another band member up on the stage, right? Yes, there is. I was just about to get to Okay, would I have noticed a... Some kind of similar trinket on them as well? Or would Clara have noticed that? Uh, go ahead, roll... Uh, if you're really intently trying to look at their body and see if there's anything, yes. Go ahead, roll uh, investigate. 18. 18, yes, you absolutely do see... There is a ring on her finger. Um, are they standing fairly still? Oh, uh, they are, but with everything going on and Brand making his way around the whole group, he is standing right next to her. And I'm about 30 feet away from them, or less, correct? Uh, you were a little bit more. You you were- Okay. You, you did have a group of people in front of you that are holding- Okay. Yep. The whole group of you circled around. Okay, fair enough. I can't do it then. Probably should ask that first, sorry. <laughs> and then he goes and walks up to this- Tiefling pulls her ring off of her finger and puts it on his hand as she collapses from exhaustion. And now that I have everything I need, let's have some fun. <laughs> Prepare to bleed. And with this happening, all of the people on the dance floor, they all kind of regain consciousness as not only on them, but you as well. All of those bracelets you had on your hands just open up and just fall to the ground. It just sounds like a pitter-patter of metal and plastic on the ground all at once. And in a panic, everyone is booking for that back door. Some of them aren't running as fast as others because some of them look like they are completely exhausted. They look like they haven't slept for days. And they are just booking for that back door. Don't run on the grease. I'm standing by the door. I just see this crowd coming at me. Yes, you do. All is calm. All is well. I just got my hands up just blocking the doorway. From the stampede. Are you just gonna stand in the way of these people running towards it? Let them go. Are these the are these the common folk or are these the uh, the band members? Yes, these are all the commoners. All the band members are now unconscious on stage. Oh, 
all the band. So uh, Brandon or Brandon, except is the for only Brand. one that's up. Okay, all right. I'll just continue yelling, but kind of just sidestep and assume they can get out the door. Uh, yeah, it seems like 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 people are just like running outside, just making their way just to try to get past you. And you do see the other ones close, slowly, slowly making their way almost. Uh, uh, what does exhaustion get you? Like five feet of movement? You see some of them like carrying other friends that weren't moving out the door. And now here you are in the hall with only a few people just left on the dance floor, just passed out, not unmoving. I would like you all to roll initiative. I was going to say that Journey draws her short bow and knocks an arrow. Um, not like pulls it back, but knocks it. And yep, knocks it, gets it ready. She's got she's got a thing to say, but it can wait until initiative order. Yep, yep. Journey got a 21. Okay. 20. 19 for Toby. Dang. Y'all rolled high. Wow, you're making my proud little 14 be uh, seem really small. <laughs> No, this is great. This is this is no one got like a six or something. So, hey, Journey, what's your uh, what's your dex? Dex is fifteen. I'm sorry, that was supposed to be Elias. What's your uh, dex? Seventeen. And as all of these people are rushing out from this dance floor, Brand is to the left of the stage. Just put the ring on. Stage left, Raven. <laughs> right, even. What was Journey gonna say? I know this looks like we want to fight you. But I promise we can talk this out. There was just a little miscommunication about how long this dance floor would be going on. We're not here for the disco for all time, just for all nights. So we're ready to go. If you have no problem with that, we'll just be heading out now that our bands are off. Thank you. Is that Journey's action? Oh, no. Okay. Well... Because you are in. You are first in the initiative order. So she's going to say that, and then I'm going to ready... I'm going to ready an attack... I'm actually, I'm going to perform the dodge action, I think, and I'm going to move to, oh gosh, what's the range on a short bow? Let's say 60 feet. Uh, 2060? Yeah, I think it's 2060, isn't it? No. Um, no, that's a dagger. Yeah, that's a dagger. <laughs> I play d and I know numbers. Yeah, I've been playing D&D for years and I don't remember, but I, I think 60 feet is, is a good range. Yeah, because it's 90 feet from door to stage, so let's... It's got an 8320. Let's move to 80. Because I'm... How close am I to the stage at this point? At that point, about 50. Okay, so I will move 30 feet back away from the stage, putting me at at about 80 feet, right? Mm-hmm. Did, did you just walk straight back? Yeah, straight back towards the door, and uh, I'm going to use my action to perform the dodge action. Okay, I would like to think that you knew where that pile of grease was, so I won't mess with you on that one. <laughs> and that only lasts a minute, though, Pat. Okay, fine. Take my fun away. <laughs> it's still up, right? Because my wings yeah, are still Yeah, I mean, up. I'll say it's got, what, maybe a couple round or two before? Yeah, I'm sure, let's say like 30 seconds went by beforehand. Okay. Oh, also, my apologies, I forgot to state this. As your bracelets all fell off onto the ground, I need all of you to make constitution saving throws. With advantage, because you forgot? I'm going to use a bonus action as well. So you said constitution saving throw? I got an, okay. an 11. Okay. What did everybody else get? Claire also got an 11. I had a four, but rolled a natural one. Nice. And Tyler? Uh, 13. Okay, so as all of these bracelets fall off of you, you do feel quite tired, and you all have one level of exhaustion. Ugh, disadvantage on skill checks, right? Yeah. It's disadvantage on so many things. 
It's it's kind of the worst to fight anybody when you're exhausted. At least it's not the third level, though. I think first level's just skill checks. Ability checks. Yeah. But I was going to use my cunning action uh, as a bonus act to hide as a bonus action. All right, in this empty dance floor, where are you going to hide? Uh, well, I thought it was not terribly well lit, so... Are, are there tables still to the side? Are you Batman? There are tables on the side plop, propped up with, you know, foods and stuff on them. If I'm not near enough to anything to hide, then... That's fine. Yeah, it, it would be pretty hard to hide in this massively open area. Then I'm not worried about it. I'll just stay at a at a dodge action. So he has disadvantage on attack rolls made against Journey this round. And Elias, you are up next second in the order. Aha! Elias will be able to like, Dragon Force, go! And he'll fly up. He, I have 40 feet of movement, I believe, with... Let me see how far the wings can go. Flying speed of 30 feet. So I'll go 30 feet towards the stage, and I was probably right, I was right next to Journey, so that puts me about like 20 feet from the stage? How far away from, am I from him? Probably about 25. 25, okay. What can I do here? Did you just turn into Mrs. Delphire? Yeah, doesn't everyone when they're deciding what to do for the oh, turn? What are we doing here? I thought dear. that was just, <laughs> my first DM lied to me, what? <laughs> so I'm trying to find one thing that I can do as an action, and a, okay, there we go. Monks, 30 feet. 20 foot cone or a 30 foot line. Cool, yeah, so I'm gonna use, so I'm gonna inhale massively, and it'll say, dragon acid breath. And you can tell like it burns quite badly because this is a, a new technique that he's tried to develop using his key to like channel the elements. <laughs> um, then he's gonna do uh, an acid breath at um, the satyr, which is a 30 foot line, five foot wide, and it's a dex save, DC 12, 2d4, Acid damage, which would be a whopping three. What was the save? Yeah. Three damage. Oh, no, total. but what was the save I had to make? Save is DC 12 dex. I actually rolled a six and I get a plus seven to that. So that does miss. Uh, do, do I take half damage? Yep. One, one damage. Okay. One damage. All of you attacking is definitely undermining the thing that I just said, but we're not trying <laughs> to kill him. And we just want to leave. He kept all these people here against their will. I'm guessing these bandmates as well. He needs to be put down. Or at least given a good spanking or something. I don't know. <laughs> is Elias still flying? He is, yeah. He's going to remain up there for the duration. So uh, Brand is up next, and he is going to walk just right underneath you, and he is going to pull out that little wallet chain he had and pull it out and just like kind of try to whip it at you and try to grab your leg. 13 hit you? No. Okay. So, you just see this chain go, and it extends like, it's not long enough. It just doesn't reach, and he just kind of pulls it back. Ha ha! <coughs> Still some acid in there. Go ahead, roll an insight. That is a seven. Yeah, he looks like he was trying to attack you, that's all. <laughs> was he just trying to attack me? That will actually be his turn. Um, And Toby, all the way in the other end, the remaining little bit of people finally made their way out. Uh, a couple of the stragglers that were carrying their friends. And it's you at the back door. So you said I'm 90 feet away. Is that still accurate to brand distance-wise? He just ran forward, so you're probably about 80. 80 feet. All right. I want to orient myself so I have a clear line of sight directly to him without anyone else in the way, if that's possible. Yeah, not a problem at all. And I'm going to use my infiltrator armor lightning launcher as I, <laughs> I love it. push my chest out forward and go. Ah! As I just yell out some uncomprehensible word, and this 
blue sapphire gem just starts to glow and this giant bolt of energy flies out yes. right at Brand. And um, is that an attack roll or am I making a save? Uh, that's a, yeah, that's just an actual ranged attack. Okay. That's going to be a 22. And that will hit. All right. So that is going to be a 2d6 plus 3 lightning damage. That sucked balls. So that's a measly six points of lightning damage. Okay. You see the lightning just kind of hit him. And on all the various items that he had just placed on him, there was the necklace, the headband, the ring, the bracelet. And also there's this massive belt around him. You do see them kind of glow a little bit. And then it just fades. Does it look like it hurt him? Oh, yeah, it definitely hurt him. Okay. He does not look happy. All right. As all those items, you see them glow. You see parts of the interior of this whole entire room glow, almost as if there's veins running throughout the whole entire building. Oh, really? Okay. That was my action. Uh, I'm going to run forward 35 feet. So that will put me, what, if he's 80 feet away, uh, math is hard, uh, 55 feet away? Is that right? Sure. Sure. <laughs> or, or 45. 45. Math, 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 math. Yes, 45 feet. If I think about math, does it make a math easier? Math, 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 math. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and then I am going to use bonus action to charge up a piece of the glass in my hand that I pull, just pull right out of the one of the one of the larger pieces of glass, and kind as a bonus action, charge it up uh, with my magic stone cantrip. Nice. I can't throw it yet, but so that is Toby's turn. Clara, it is your turn, and don't forget, Spaghetti is knocked out. Yeah, I'm not cool with that. So she's quite unhappy that poor Spaghetti is now unconscious, wrapped around her neck. And going to the trusty old firebolt, she will try and cast it to hit him. Does a 10 hit? A 10 will not hit. I didn't think so. Alright, so that was my action. And as a bonus action, she'll reach into her pouch and rub her finger along uh, one of her books. And start um, making hissing sounds. And as she does... She's going to cast Shield of Face, or Faith? Wow. Shield of Faith on... Shield of Face is my favorite. <laughs> there we go. Well, it's going <laughs> to you, so it's perfect. It's now Shield of Face. So, <laughs> there we go. This is my moneymaker. <laughs> I, I imagine, like, when you cast it, and you kind of stutter on your words, like, instead of just, like, a nice basic like shield there's like a face right on the front of it yes yeah, yeah. of well, elias's I, face just like extruding forward please do not enter unless you have your shield of face on yeah it kind of casts and when it does it looks like again a kind of a snake coiling up ready to strike if something was to come in between the two excellent now for the fun layer action i need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw as the floor beneath you begins to shake, except except for Elias, because he is flying. 18. Okay. 14. Okay. And Toby had a 10. Okay. Uh, 10 was actually all you needed. You do not fall prone. It does not fully distract you, but the whole entire building does begin to shake, and just like what you saw when, he, when Brand was hit with the lightning, you see like a pulse of energy run through what appears to be veins inside of this whole entire interior of the building. And then back up to the top, it is Journey. Okay, so 
You said there were tables, yeah? Yeah, there are tables on the left-hand side. On the right-hand side, there was just, like, a rail that went along the wall, just for, like, people to hold their drinks and shit. Sort of more in the middle of this room towards the back, then? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to move over to the tables and begin knocking them over. Okay, easy. As you do that, um, you do all the steins and all the food gets knocked over on the ground. Uh, roll a uh, perception check for me while you're doing so. Oh, nat 20. So cool. a total of uh, 23. Yeah, along with that happening, as you're pushing these over, you do see two red vials filled with red liquids that just kind of ting, 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 right into the center of the uh, dance floor. Okay. Along with all the foods and everything that is now just Do we all there. see these vials? I'm going to use... Uh, oh, uh, Journey would pretty much see this because... She was taking care of it right then and there. Give me a moment, and I will call things out uh, as they're relevant. I want to use my bonus action to hide behind the tables with cunning action. Okay, even though you just, like, made all this loud noise of pushing tables around, you're still going to have an idea you're back there. Sure, I mean, depending on how long the tables is, but if there is a, I can poke out this way or that way or come over the top, then there's definitely a place that I could hide there if he's not... If he doesn't have a height advantage where he can see past the table, he's not sure where behind the tables I am. And Bed was looking up at me last, so. Yeah. And he was distracted by flying monks. So that is a 23 on stealth to hide mm-hmm. for the bonus action. And then I want to pop out in an unexpected direction to make a sneak attack with my bow. Make it happen. And as I do that, I'll shout, Red Vile, center of the room which unfortunately distracted the hell out of me as I got a total of seven on my attack roll. But you were technically hidden, so you get it. I was. Oh, yeah. That's a lot better. Uh, 17 plus four is going to be a 20. That will hit. 1d6 plus two piercing damage. Six damage. Are are you a rogue? Oh, yeah, and a sneak attack. Yeah, Yeah, just double checking that one. (laughs) I'm with it. Yeah, I definitely play rogues all the time. Uh, That's an additional five damage. (laughs) Okay, as you hit him. Where did you hit him? If you say a knee, we're going to have problems. <laughs> no, I would have been aiming center mass, so definitely uh, aiming for the chest. Okay. Yeah, Arrow just <laughs> gets stuck into him. Did you see his face just kind of like change for a second other than like the, what was a comical, uh, happy, just into it face? You do see him like snap into like something like, what the fuck just happened? And it goes right back to where he was. And... It is now Elias' turn as you see an arrow just get shot straight into his chest. When his face changes, do I gain any insight as to what his what that change meant? You can go ahead and roll another insight if you like. What the hell was that, man? That was weird. Oh, that's the disadvantage because if we're exhausted. <laughs> that's gonna be a uh, five. So you you notice like a slight alteration, but it goes right back. You can't really tell what it was. Then I shall pummel him like the cur he is. Dragon fist! And then I fly down and will uh, hit him with my quarter. I'll kind of draw the quarterstaff as I go whip it down and hit him in the face with the quarterstaff. That is going to be a 20 to hit. That's going to hit. Sweet. Uh, Then I'm going to... D6, that's a 5, plus 3 is 8. Okay. I eat damage, and then I'm going to bonus action, spend a key point, uh, and do Flurry of Blows. Excellent. Uh, which is two unarmed strikes, I believe. Um, so first one is going to be a nat 2. That's going to miss. 
Um, since I'm still flying, I'm kind of punching downwards. It's it's really awkward. It's like, oh. You kind of hear just Journey kind of hears like, ah, oh, darn it. Oh, who's closer? It's probably Clara. Clara just says, ah, oh, darn it. No. Dragon fist. Ah, <laughs> oh, darn it again. It's very hard to punch down. Uh, the second one is going to be a nine. Well, nine plus five, I guess. Uh, so that's a fourteen. That will hit. Aha. And that'll be a deep four. I play monks all the time. You're still a younger monk, so you don't have all that fun extra bonus. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so that's a, a two plus, uh, so a d4 is two, and then plus three. So that's going to be a, the two plus three is five. There you go. <laughs> Just as, like, you saw, like, a tinge in his face as the arrow plunges his chest. Where are you punching, Brand? I'm kind of over him, swinging down, so I, I, I pretty much was probably going for the face. Uh, it's probably the only thing I can really realistically reach. You do... Because you're right there now, and you're the one who's punching him. You do see his face, like, his eyes go from, like, this dark black to, like, almost regular eyes with pupils for a second. It's like, oh, what? what what's happening? And he kind of goes back, and his eyes turn black again. Mm. And he just kind of takes the hit. My friends, I think something weird is afoot. And with that, and he's right in front of you. He's going to try to smack you with that chain again. Is it a ranged attack? It's right next to you. It, it He's pretty much using a whip, but it's a chain from his wallet. Oh, okay. It'll be a 16. That will... I have shield of faith on, right? So that's yeah, a plus so two plus to AC. Two. So that's a 17. My AC is 17 right now. Okay, so that won't hit. Mm -mm. Once again, like, it, he, he gets kind of dazed and stunned, looks at you, like pulls it out, almost as if it's just like a response, but it's not him responding. And he whips the chain out, and it just kind of goes right by you as he pulls it back. I look over and wig Clara and just like... Thank you. Aha! Good looking <laughs> out. <laughs> that is his turn. Of uh, Toby, you are up middle of the dance floor. Okay, still 45 feet away from Brand. Uh, so I can't get up to him, but I'm going to start running towards him to close his distance. And as I do, I pull the uh, really ornate hand axe off my uh, hip clasp and wing it at him okay. for a ranged attack going to be 18 to hit. That will hit. Okay. It's going to be uh, five points of uh, slashing damage. And as soon as it like embeds itself into him, it immediately disappears and returns back in my hand. So it's magic. I have it infused with my Excellent. artificial okay. talents. So the fact that it's magic, once again, especially Elias, because you are right there in front of him. You see all of these like trinkets on him just kind of glow as everything pulses in the room. You all see it again, the veins in this whole entire construct of this building, this room. <laughs> they glow. And they just go back down and you see his eyes change again. What's going on? <laughs> After a few Can times I, uh, this happening, am I insight? getting a better sense of like... Yeah. Maybe what's going on. You absolutely have an idea of what's going on here. But cool. considering um, Toby doesn't really yet because he is still a little far away. Go ahead and roll insight. Everything's a disadvantage because we're tired. Oh, <laughs> Well, I rolled a 19, then I rolled a natural one. So Yeah, you, you just see the lace happening as the axe, you know. That's too natural. Teacher, you forgot to give us homework. Yeah, as, as the axe just like gets implanted in its chest. And your magical means just pull it right back. You just see the lighting, lights flash. So yeah, I make it up within 10 feet of him with my full movement. Clara, mm -hmm. you are up next. Beautiful. Alright, I think what we're going to do is we're going to cast Spiritual Weapon. And I'm pretty sure I'm still within 60 feet of them. So again, a sense of hissing and clicking comes out. And as she 
as it does, uh, her hands kind of lift out and from her fingertips, um, almost this black oily substance goes and it forms into a similar snake as spaghetti, kind of Love poised it. up above the big bad guy we're trying to hit. Alright, and so I would like, yeah, I guess I'd like to attack with a 16 to hit. That'll hit. Perfect. And then that's, sorry, let me just get my other dice. Eight total. Eight damage. And once again, every time you seem to hit him with anything magical, the room just seems to pulse and he just seems to lose something in him. You see the trinkets on him just in and out. And everything around you for the layer action begins to shake even more violently as the the same veins that you kept seeing pulse in this whole entire room just begin to glow and sustain their it, it looks like it's a little like pale white blue color to them surrounding you um it's gonna shake violently so everybody make a dexterity saving throw again 10 for journey journey falls prone uh claire will fall prone or claire will fall prone with a six with a six and what about toby Toby falls prone. Yeah, so you are all prone as Elias is still hovering above. With everything happening this time, it appears that the floor just begins to separate apart. It's it's nothing big enough for you to fall through, but as this begins to happen, you do feel almost like a vacuum begin to pull towards the back door that you entered. And at the top of the round, it's Journey. So... Journey will use half of our movement to get up and uh, reposition, making a hide check. And I did exactly what Toby just did, which was a really well and a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) Hate it. (laughs) What was your attack? That wasn't an attack. That was hiding. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, oh, trying to hide. Gotcha. Uh, It was failing to hide. So failing to hide, she won't have uh, any sneak attack. She will. I'm engaged with it. Yeah, yeah, he, oh, okay. he is engaged. Congratulations! Thank you. <laughs> so that is a 16 to hit, which I remember hitting last time. So 1d6 plus 2. Oh, of course I rolled a 1 and a 2. So 3, 5 piercing damage this time. It's okay, it's good. Okay. Did Was one of the things he put on a belt? Yes. If I could aim a little bit lower than center mass and try and hit that midsection, that would be lovely. It would be, wouldn't it? It would be. If I can't, well, then I just dealt him six piercing damage against whatever resistances that he had. Yep. And Elias, within the past, like, 30 seconds, you've seen multiple changes through his face, and he gets hit again just in the abdomen, and it's like, why? What is happening? It he pupils just turn into your standard everyday pupils and then second later they turn black just like uh just like journey's eyes and it, it just it's not things don't seem right here something is absolutely wrong in your mind i'm gonna kind of when i notice that i'm gonna shout out immediately just i think he's a victim we think we need to save him as well and then i'm gonna try to um grapple uh i'm gonna go for grapple him yeah try to grapple him Go ahead and roll a strength. It's a 13. What is it? Is that with your... Uh, athletics. athletics. Yeah, athletics. It's, it's, oh, it's athletics, the same for yeah. me. Uh, three. So is that 16 total or a 13 total? It's a 13 total. Um, yeah, I rolled a 13 with a plus seven. So yeah, he, he just kind of just like pushes you off of him. And he is not having any of you wrapped around him. Am I close to any of the walls? All the walls um, from the point where you're at the stage... 
it is uh, 25 feet to the back wall, maybe 20, 20 to the left wall, and about 80 to the right. This is so stupid. I want to... Can I... He's going to shout out, I think the, this thing itself is a creature. Um, and I'm going to bonus action flurry of blows. Because uh, it's, well, is a, grap- a grapple is technically an attack, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I can still bonus. So I'll spend a key point to bur- uh, bonus action flurry of blows. And I'm going to punch the fl- like the stage. Yeah, go ahead. Make an attack. <laughs> of course, they're all nat 18 there. So that's a 24 to hit, hit the stage. Or 23 to hit the stage. That will hit. Go ahead and roll some damage. That's a uh, 5. As you impact your fist upon this stage, once again, the big pulse happens all over again, but now it's even brighter. Ooh, nice call. And then I'm going to hit it again, you foul wagon dance floor thing. Does a, a 15 hit? A 15 does not. Damn. Ow, that really hurt my fist. Ow. What the bloody hell are you doing? Getting down. He winks at you, but then it's just like, kind of like. And as Brand sees you do this with increased intensity, he begins to charge at you. Um, He is going to charge at you and attack you. Because I'm sure you just flew down and you're still down enough. Yeah, I'm like like an inch off the ground, basically. Yeah. So he's going to charge at you with his horns. That's a 17 plus. I'm sure that's going to hit you. Mm-hmm. It's not for much, but as he charges at you, you do get impacted by one of his horns and he is going to try to tackle you to the ground behind you. That... <laughs> one. One damage as he hits you with the horn, wraps his arms around you and takes you down to the ground. Elias flexes his solid core muscles and says, Dragon flex to absorb some <laughs> of the damage. And that is it for his turn. Toby, you watch this from not too far away from you. Yeah, I see him hit the floor and uh, what he also yelled out. This is third round since combat started. I believe you're also yeah. prone at the start of your round as well. Yes. This is third round, though, so it's been 18 yeah, yeah. seconds since combat started, so Grease is still there. Mm-hmm. No one's standing in it currently. Are there any um, candles laying about or open flames laying about? If anything, it would be in the chandeliers above. Okay. Only about 15 to 20 feet above the dance floor. Go full Sia. Uh, yeah. It might just be easier for me to pull out the flint from my pocket and use an action or bonus action. What would you call that, Pat? Uh, let's go bonus, because it's just like clicking a rock. Okay. I will move up to 35 feet to get up next to the grease, but not in it, and f- flick the flint with the little rod and get a little bit of the spark onto that grease to ignite it, since it is touching the floor. I'm fucking loving this. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, yeah, so no matter what, it's... It's grease that's already there. It will um, already, it, it'll ignite into like, uh, what was it, a 10 foot? 10 foot uh, square. Yeah, 10 foot square. Um, what would you roll for damage on that? Uh, it's just fire damage, which is like typically 1d6 each round. Go ahead and roll me some damage on that. That's five. Okay, that is five more damage. And then at the start of, well, I don't know if this room acts on Bran's turn, but at the start of his turn, he would take damage until the fire's put out. Brand would take damage, right? Or the room, however it works. Yep. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then as my action, I am going to grab that piece of glass that I had charged and just fling it at the wall. Okay. Which is the magic stone cantrip, so that's a plus six to hit the wall, whatever the wall's AC is. Uh, that's going to be a 17 to hit the wall. That will hit. Alright. So this glowing shard of glass, oh, that's a one. 
So four points of piercing damage as his glass just embeds slightly into the wall. But it is magical. You said four, right? Four points of magical piercing damage. Okay. And that's my turn. And with that, Clara, you see everything happening around you in such a fast, uh, fast succession. What do you want to do? So she'll get her spiritual weapon to dip down and sink its fangs into the floor, hopefully, as a bonus action. That's in that one. Okay, that doesn't happen then. (laughs) I thought maybe. It bites its own tail. (laughs) It's cute. Alright, um, and then cast Firebolt at the floor of the walls as well. Come on, 17? A 17 just hits? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Alright, so then it's going to be... Gonna be three damage. Okay, three damage. So on the layer action of everything going on, from underneath your feet, you feel this whole entire thing begin to crack and pull apart. All of you, even if you had to make a dex save, it wouldn't matter because everything in this whole entire building, from the far end towards that back door all begins to just slowly get pulled out towards it like a vacuum (laughs) there are as you are trying to hold your ground where you're standing not knowing what the fuck's going on tables chairs um the drum set that was back there the unfortunately the the bandmates all of them begin to slowly get dragged along the floor to the doorway the floor just begins to crack underneath your feet. You do see the crossbeams begin to break and almost come to a point as they begin to push through the floor of this, almost as if they are legs from a massive spider. And as you are all pulled out through this vacuum into darkness, go ahead and make a perception check. As you are thrown, also um, make a dexterity saving throw as you are all spewed out the back. Into Darkness, fun Star Trek movie. I had a 17 on the save. 13 for the deck save. I'm Perception is 5, and then the dexterity saving throw is 15. Perception at disadvantage is a 5. Okay, everybody for the dexterity that was above a 10, you do not take any damage, but those... What, did anybody fail that? Okay, you were all good. You are all pushed out into this beautiful green grassy knoll along the side of a shoreline with a little bit of sand. And in front of you, you see this massive construct just begin to turn inside out. And what you remember seeing a, a gnome rider? It is strapped in the center of this massive looking carriage like spider from just from all the beams and everything that was inside it is now on the exterior of this monstrosity standing about 20 to 30 feet tall taking up a massive amount of space never thought i'd be shot out through a wall sphincter you and me both <coughs> literally a party pooper aha <laughs> great one toby <laughs> Who had the highest perception? I didn't. I had a 10. Okay. I have a 5. Tyler had a 5. Did you roll perception? Yeah, I did. Um, I got a 12 only. Okay. With the 12, you do see on the ground, like, where all the food and tables were. They're all just all scattered about. But within the pile of that area, 
um, you do see a single red vial. It looks familiar. But as this monstrosity is standing above you, you do also see some of the bandmates just on the ground. Brand is standing there. He looks very confused. And this gnome that is strapped to the, the chest of this spider-looking being. I need more power! And he just kind of reaches out with his tiny little hands towards Brand. And you see all the little artifacts that are on him begin to glow blue and whitish colors. And you can just see like this power being extracted from them before Brand just collapses. You need more fiber. <laughs> I'd rather think we've worn out our welcome. I, I grab Brand as he, because he's grappling me basically. I grab, say, I'm so sorry for punching you in the face. I will avenge you. Is he dead? He's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> and with all this going on, you see this construct begin to walk towards you. And you just see this gnome. It doesn't. He looks like he's just kind of like stuck there, held in place with this glowing. It almost looks like a tubular D20 with like various crystals and tubes around it, stuck inside of his chest. He's like, "You have ruined everything. Everything I worked so hard to create." That's what the waiter said. Now you must die. And we're gonna leave it like that. Oh no, not again. <laughs> I'd like to thank you all for joining us on this episode of Adventures in Anthreal. I am Patrick, and you can find me at Professor PFM on the Twitters. Matt, where can they find you? You can find me also on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt. What about you, Tyler? Uh, they can find me on all social media, basically, at uh, at T-S-C-O-W-C-R-O. T -S -C -O -W -C -R -O. And what about you, Felicity? You can find me on Twitter at RadMissFliss, R-A-D-M-I-S-S-F-L-I-S-S. -S -S -S. And... Nicole? Yeah, I'm still unfindable, but still send those spaghetti recipes over to the cast of many things page. Yeah, I want spaghetti recipes. I'll make it. If you send spaghetti recipes, I will film it and I'll put it up on video and even to TikTok, maybe. Ooh, spicy. Ooh. It will be spicy. Spicy spaghetti TikTok. Well, thank you all for joining us on our adventures this episode. If you want more adventures and on three all in your life, you can follow us on Twitter at misfits underscore guide or cast oh many things please give us a follow on our main group page which is cast oh many things where you can get notifications on all our other podcasting adventures we have in the works all our episodes of this particular short shot adventures in anthreal myths of kendala can be found by searching cast of many things on itunes podbean or any other podcasting app of your choice and if you enjoy the content, please feel free to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast Review or Podbean. We also welcome you to contact us by email at castofmanythings at gmail.com, or you can even visit our Facebook page. Point is, we would absolutely love to hear from you, our amazing fans. See you all next time on Adventures in Anthreal, Myths of Kendala. Wall sphincters! <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop saying wall